Hello, hello, hello! It's Hi. Friday! Happy Friday! We brought Marky back because, well, <laughs> it's important. It's, Yesterday uh, <laughs> was so interesting. We don't know what's going to happen today. Ooh, we're live! Yep. <laughs> Unscripted, unplugged. I literally thought that. I'm like, like getting ready to go on today. I'm like, what's going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> if you did not get a chance to watch yesterday, go back and watch the replay. It was... It was something. <laughs> I had Barrett over next to me. Like, I, you can see me keep looking over there. Because Barrett's over there hysterically laughing. Like, weeping. 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 And I'm, so I, I just couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. <laughs> so we're giving her a second chance today. <laughs> we're so excited. It's Friday. We've got some awesome stuff in store for you right now. As you know, it is family chat right now. Go ahead, put it in the comments. Tell us who you are, where you're watching from, so that way we can say hello to you. And then after family chat, we are going to be on The Price is Right. And then we're, we're right. Yeah, not The Price is Right. I'm so sorry. Copyright. Price is we're right. Followed by prayer and then word sneak word snake and then what's the word it's going to be a good day we're so excited to have you on with us and yay 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 <laughs> i was adjusting my chair oh wow that other thing was on and i was like hobbling all around and that was interesting it, i don't know if you heard any chair noises it was like if tigger's if tigger's tail was broken <laughs> that's kind of what was going on <laughs> i'm going to ask real quickly i know people are watching if we can have a little less headroom um with a shot if our if we have a little less headroom with a shot so that way you know we may grow i don't know who knows it's time for family chat becca beard i see you hello Hi. kevin nowicki like and share time i'll be right back where where are you going you're you're here <laughs> where's kevin going um, <laughs> up first question number one of the day it won't be shower or tub again question number one <laughs> comedy or drama I just read that dramedy. Dramedy? <laughs> dramedy. I like or some. Drama. If you put it the other way, it'd be comma. <laughs> That's an English joke. <laughs> All two people laughed. <laughs> um, I would way rather watch a comedy, but I. You can bring the shot back to us. I would like to watch comedy, but I don't want it to be like gross comedy you know what i mean like the weird like slapstick or like inappropriate yeah, comedy or like Hard. where it has no depth mm -hmm. it either needs to have like some depth or like zero depth like natural <laughs> libre yeah yum, i yum. like i like those <laughs> yeah I was I was watching YouTube videos last night of the like the worst news bloopers and stuff where the the newscasters are saying like like Fart. They're, they're like falling <laughs> off the stage or like saying it's amazing how many people accidentally say fart online. Like that's a lot. You, I, I wouldn't know that. That's a lot. Uh, Buddy wants to. Okay, so we, Priscilla says comedy. I don't know who said I love comedy but enjoy drama. I missed whoever that was. Pastor Nicole says both. Um, Becca says comedy. She loves to laugh. Johnny says comedy. Kevin says comedies are the best. Buddy wants to know, does action fall under the drama category? I would say no. Unless it's like a war movie, but even still, that's like historical. I would say no. It's closer to that for sure. For sure. But I feel like it's its own thing. Yeah. 
Is yeah. it? Yeah. Like, I would never call Mission Impossible a drama. Oh, Becca just quoted Nacho Libre. He's the best. Nacho <laughs> Libre is so good. Um, okay, next question. <laughs> Pizza or pasta? I feel like the world is going to be divided. What is up with the sneezing today? Like, y'all... <laughs> There have been so many interesting sneezes. Y'all, putting pasta and pizza aside for a second. Earlier, when Buddy was in the sound booth, Kev, Mr. Kevin Buck and I were talking to Buddy, and Buddy sneezes and somehow throws himself against the wall. I'm like, what is this? What? I missed that. Like, it was a really intensive sneeze. Like, ah, chew, and then he flew through the wall. I don't know how, but like Priscilla in the sound booth, there was a very aggressive sneeze that came out, oh and I don't God. know why. Doesn't, doesn't Kevin Buck have an interesting sneeze? He does. It's like a high-pitched like, sneeze. <laughs> like pa Kevin Buck sneeze is uh, like it's in it's in line with Pastor Nicole sneeze. That's true. Like it's it's right it's right up there. It's a pretty good one. Um, going back to the question, there's lots of pizza happening in the comments, oh, wow. and I am shocked. Is it is I'm it just shocked. because you don't have to make the pizza? Like, what if it was like homemade pizza versus pasta? Ooh. Homemade pizza is gonna make it pizza then. It's different. It like, takes more work, like, but it yeah. tastes better sometimes. Yeah, no, homemade pizza is excellent. Um, are you laughing at Kevin Nowicki? <laughs> Kevin Nowicki said that Kevin Buck's sneeze is delicate. What a word to describe a sneeze. It's delicate. It's a delicate <laughs> sneeze. Oh my gracious. Hi, Lisa. Um, Pizza, wow. That's a lot. Buddy, Buddy says that pizza is basically pasta on a really big noodle. <laughs> that was great. Interesting. Um, pa Priscilla, that one. Priscilla says P-A-S-T-A, P-A-S-T-A, pasta. Um, and then EO also spelled it out. It's yeah, it's interesting because we have like a lot of pizza, but the people who are for pasta are for it's pasta. True. The pasta fans are like Red Sox fans. They like are they may really not win passionate. for a while, but, yeah. but, yeah. but like they're in it to win it. Like there's <laughs> there's not a whole lot of option. Um, okay, next question. Did you hear Kevin Nowicki's amen very loudly behind me when I said that? By the way, it was amen. Yes. <laughs> it was so good. Ice cream or snow cone? I don't even know why this is a debate. Like, somehow this is online as an argument, and I don't know how, Are because... You, wait, why? What's your answer? You're going to be on team snow cone, because oh, no, it's more to a Slurpee, no, aren't you? No, I'm not. I just was curious, because <laughs> you're like, you eat interesting things. So I was like, I was thinking, maybe you want like a snow cone with like 15 different flavors. I something. did appreciate the showdown that just happened here for all of five seconds of... What are you going to say? I don't know what, what are you, you going to say. say? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, who who picks snow cone? Are, I won't judge you, I'm genuinely curious. Are you a snow cone over ice cream person? And if so, why? I wanna know why. They're fun, they're for sure fun, but like not like a nightly Yeah. Thing. You could have ice cream nightly, because they're, yeah. they're, they're all different. There's so yeah. many different flavors. For sure. Uh, EO says, ice cream, snow cones are frozen flavored water. Uh, Pastor Nicole says ice cream unless it's snow cream, um, which is still basically ice cream. So, I but mean, that's still in the same vein. Could you have snow cream every night? Like the way you could have ice cream potentially every night. But snow cream is basically ice cream because you make it still with like milk and stuff. Wow. So it's, it's still like that same vein. It's the one that I had in town was like a snow cone though. It was, they put it on top of the ice. Um, okay. Um, <laughs> Buddy says he will judge the snow cones. Uh, you're in a safe space with us though. We love you. Um, Johnny says ice cream. Buddy's never heard of snow cream. Uh, okay, so snow cream is a Southern thing, I feel like, which is shocking because in the North where there is a plenteous amount of snow, like yeah. we could have done this well, forever. I think, I think it, up North, everyone just kind of quietly makes it in their homes. I've never made here. it. I think my cousins made it. I think my mom made it and stuff. I think it's a thing. It's just you can't like go out and buy it. Like here, you can actually go and get snow cream. Like that's a snow cone thing. I don't. It's a, it's a little place in town. <laughs> Mr. Will's behind <laughs> the camera going. Uh -uh. I have, it's a little snow cone mm -mm. place in town. Everyone is telling me no. <laughs> Everyone that lives here, I've lived here for a year and a half, and I'm being told no. Um, Pastor Cole says, in the South, you get snow cream once every year or so. So yes, every night, Abel. Snow cream is what you make with snow. Like, yeah. they make it with shaved ice, and yes. it's like a flavoring, but that's yes. not snow cream. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. Snow that's cream I mean. is with the actual powdered yeah. snow, and isn't it? Is it condensed milk that's in it? Yeah. And you do different things to make it taste different. Um, announcement, Buddy said don't eat the yellow snow. Um, that's important. Good, good job, Buddy. Way to have PSA before we get into winter time, just in preparation, don't eat it. Um, Pastor Nicole says, no, the stuff you buy is not snow cream. So what did you buy me? You bought it for me at the place in town. Snow what was that? A snow yes. cone. A snow cone, but it was it was snow cone flavor. I mean, it was snow cone snow flavor. Snow cone, snow. Snow cone. No, wait. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. I don't know what words I should say. It was snow cone. Um, pastor, pastor. Good. George says I didn't know what snow cream was until he moved to Albemarle. Like even when he lived in Fayetteville, they didn't do it in Fayetteville. Oh, that's what happened. My, yeah. My brain mixed cream and cone. <laughs> I didn't even know. Snow cone. <laughs> Are you a snow crone fan? <laughs> um, we have someone watching for Periscope. Hi, Periscope. Hi, Periscope. Uh, Becca Beard says yellow snow is not lemon flavored. Don't do it. That's true. Okay, we have time for one more. And I don't remember what it was. One more. Music or podcast? Well, Which one would you rather different. listen to while doing things? I got distracted because Buddy like very curiously started walking up to our monitor and just smiling at it and I don't know what. <laughs> I have an idea of what he was doing but it was a nice visual of. <laughs> okay, uh, music or podcasts? <clears throat> As a majority of your time. In the house, in the house podcast, in the car music. But I, I um, man, those are, that's hard. I really like both of them. I don't like just being in the house and like listening to music though. I'm not like gonna sit in my bed like, 
Like, that's weird to me. I like listening to music in the car. Do you know many people that just sit happily on their bed bouncing along to the music? Like, like who does that? <laughs> what, they, well, what do you do? Like, what do you, I don't know. You're a singer. Don't you sing? Yes, but when I sing, like, for me, music is like, I don't know. It's for the car. Like, I don't know. I don't know. The car is your music place. I'm being weird. Um, Priscilla, Rachel, Becca, and Johnny all say music. Announcement, guys. Announcement. Exciting. This is an opportunity. An opportunity. This is a moment where Buddy and I agree on something other than just the word. Um, I'm a podcaster, too, and so is Buddy. I prefer podcasts over music most of the time. Um, but I'm not wrong, though. Like, that's, that's, that's a thing. Uh, <laughs> Pastor Nicole says, it depends on what I'm doing. If I'm busy, music, because I want to learn from the podcast. Yeah. Uh, George. Uh, George says, what's a podcast? Is it like a radio show? Yeah, so now, now in these days, baby, my, George is my husband. There, there are things called phones, and with phones, you can have an app that's called podcasts, and you can subscribe to lots of different things and learn from them. Unless you have, like, an Android, then you have, like, Google Podcasts. Yeah, and that's just Buddy and George. They're the <laughs> only ones that do that. Um, Kevin says music. <laughs> Buddy says, I like to learn and grow and feel productive when I drive. Rachel Same. says, I sit on my bed and just listen to music. But are you smiling like that? Like the creepy smile <laughs> that just emerged? She's yes. Oh, Rachel. Um, yes. Okay. Well, I see that music wins, but I still feel like podcasts are the, are the real winners. Um, in my heart. For yeah. me, anyway. I can, I, yeah. It, yeah. I can, I, can, I can agree with podcasts. Yeah. Yay, that's exciting. You, me, and Buddy. Exciting. Team exciting. Speaking of exciting, we've got an exciting broadcast coming up for you right now. Go ahead, share the broadcast if you haven't done it yet, and get ready to comment along because the person who helps us get 100 comments first gets a gift card on us because we love you. Get ready because right now it's time for The prices. Whoa Right with Buddy and the Kevins. Hey guys, welcome hey to the guys. Lunch Plus broadcast. We have a great show for you today. Before we jump into our first segment, let's just show you what we have today. First up, we have The Price is Right, my favorite segment. Oh man, I'm excited. After that, we have a time of prayer with Barrett, followed by Word Sneak. Word Sneak? Yeah, it was gonna happen. <laughs> like. It, it was just going to happen. After that, we have a powerful time in the Word. But first up, we have The Price is Right. All right, guys. Welcome to The Price is Right. It's Buddy and the Kevins. Hey, guys. I hope you heard that. Well, you know, I hope you didn't. <laughs> but this is my favorite segment. Here's how the Price is Right goes. What we're going to do is I have found five random items on the internet that 
it's my goal that you purchase one of these things. But anyway, these are all things that you can buy on the internet. And what we're going to do is we're going to put, put them up on the screen. One of our Kevins is going to guess how much he thinks it costs, while the other one is going to guess whether they think it's higher or lower. And we want you to participate in the comments as well. Whenever the items come up, we want you to start guessing. Guess how much do you think these items cost? All right? Well, um, I'm just going to have this Kevin start. This right? Kevin. Excellent. This Kevin, Kevin Wiki. So right. Kevin, you're going to be guessing the price, and then Kevin, you're going to be guessing whether you think it's higher or lower. Okay. All right? I'm excited about this one. Let's put up our first item of the day for the Price is Right. This is matching owner and dog shirts. You, have you ever wanted to just match clothes with your dog? Have you ever I, been I matched? Have not. I've never, never wanted to do that. Well, you can do it. You can match your shirt with your dog. Huh. Yeah, it's actually a really nice thing. <laughs> Wouldn't it just be easier to get like a Labrador fur coat? Yeah, my dog sheds. I could just put no. that for you, you know? No, that just got I'm just dark. Thinking. I just thinking. Really I can wrestle quickly. with the dog and end up with as much hair. <laughs> just, okay, that's messed up. All right, Kevin, how much yes. do you think matching owner and dog outfits cost? All right, I'm going to come in at $32. Those are $32. That's Those actually are a pretty ugly. decent guess. Thank you. <gasps> I think that's pretty decent. That's a hint right there, isn't it? No, I actually completely forget. What all these things cost. <laughs> so, Kevin, how, do you think it's higher or go lower? Higher. I'm going to go higher because pet higher lovers than... are willing to spend a little more money. That is true. I'm going to say higher. That's a good point. All right, show us how much does the matching owner and dog outfit cost? Fifty-three. Wow. $53. $53. No, see, that was a good thing because, you know, people Ooh. who love their dogs enough to get matching yeah, outfits yeah. probably would be willing yeah. to pay that much. I have to say, right, well, you picked a great obvious mm -hmm. pick there that that shirt was so lively <laughs> it was so lively uh -huh. and by I, lively he means tacky <laughs> moving on <laughs> pretty much yeah. <laughs> it was just a kind way to say that yeah it was really yeah. good all right well one point for kevin buck well okay. done kevin awesome. all right let's jump into item number two of the day again guys put in the comments how much you think these things cost these are custom, custom royalty paintings you, have you ever wanted, painting. you know, to put your like face? Like my face in that? Yeah. Have you ever wanted to put your face on a custom royalty? That's, oh, so those are self-portraits. That's priceless. Yeah. They're custom royalty self-portraits. Yes. Yeah. You send them the picture and I, they put it into the thing for yeah, you? Yeah, you send a picture and then they'll Photoshop it into, um, <laughs> into like a famous royalty painting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. how big are these? How big? Like, is um, it, can you like get this like roof size kind of ones? Have um, you seen those? I mean, you can get big ones. Uh, I actually have the size <laughs> here I in my notes. One. I could put one on the wall in my bedroom for my wife to see all That's day. That's true. You know, when she's in there, big royalty so, thing, my wife could see that. So that that's an 18-inch by 24-inch uh, custom royalty paint. 18 so inches ridiculous. by 24 inches. She'd be drawing a mustache. So it's like, I'm going to say $299. $299? Yeah. And by that, you mean 299 yeah, but if I'm, I'm thinking off, closer to two dollars and Yeah, but I'm gonna go two ninety nine, two hundred ninety nine dollars. All right, I'm uh, coming under that. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna go lower. Okay. Lower than two hundred ninety nine because we am. got five hundred, two hundred fifty in the comments. <sighs> Guys, put in the comments. Do you think it's gonna be higher or lower than two hundred ninety nine dollars? All right, Kevin, you said lower. I did. All right, how much does a custom royalty painting cost? Eighty nine. Oh. 95. Wow. This is legitimately something that I've really wanted to get for myself. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I actually, you can actually do it with couples too. You here's, can do it with couples. But which here's is the thing: can't you, you could just go to, to Gatlinburg and have your picture made just like that. 
Same concept. Yeah, yeah. That's true. And that's probably but, like 15 but it's a, bucks. It's a picture rather than a painting. You know? Oh, that was actually a painting. Well, it's a canvas. Okay. <laughs> that's why it's a <laughs> $9 painting. variety. Gotcha, you know? gotcha. All okay. right. Well, next item oh. for today. So it's 1-1. One, one. Okay. Wow, this is... I feel like every Price is Right has started this way. All right, our third item of the day for the Price is Right. Uh, please leave by nine party banner. Have you ever like had a party and you're just like, and you're not a night owl? I'd pay you whatever make that's sure. worth. Yeah. <laughs> I'd buy that. I'm going to tell you something. That banner right there is perfect for your mom. <laughs> Every Friday night, like we were talking with Julie, yeah, she likes to pick great. up after family. Yep, yep, uh, yeah, yep. oh, yeah. Uh, bye. Okay. Let's pray before you leave. <laughs> Please leave by nine, man. Awesome. Oh, man, I'm gonna it's just that's a super gonna kind cheap, way to But look. I'm going to go uh, $7. $7? Yeah. I think that's a pretty good one. That is a really good guess, but I'm going to come in higher. Higher than higher $7. Higher than seven bucks. All right. How much does the Please Leave by Nine banner cost? Ten ninety nine. Oh, Kev wins. Well done. Either way, Kev wins, right? That's, That's true. true. Yeah. yeah. Well, here's the thing. It was one to one, right? It yeah. was. He was within three dollars, which he gets remember. a point. So he gets That's a point. Right. So it's oh. two two. Oh, I still get one. Yeah. Cause, See, Kevin did win. I feel, I feel like, that? especially with the, with the show, if you, you got, if you're that close, mm. you need to get a prize. All right. I agree. With you, that. Now, here's the thing. If you get it spot on. I'm going to say you get 25,000 points. Wow. Win, win, win. So it's like, yeah, <laughs> I it's an go, automatic win. i got to find out where he finds these things. <laughs> Scan the web. All Definitely. right, item number four. It's two, two to two. Item number four, giant googly eyes. <laughs> wow, that is so cool. Right? You can put them on your car, oh, I guess. You can put funny. it on a tree or a that's bush. Look at that bush. That bush looks like Oscar on uh, Sesame Street. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. That is funny. Oscar the Grouch. I want that. <laughs> All right. All right, cool. <laughs> well, these are a thing. How much do you think? I, I will give you $45 for those oh, wow. right now. I'm going to go lower. All right, well, you, you'll give it to me right now. I'll buy him for you. <laughs> probably right now. He's okay, so I'm going to come in lower. <laughs> He's got a place where he wants to put those. Hallelujah. Yeah. I think. So $45? And I'm going lower. Uh, totally. I'm going totally. lower. That's I think cool. they're going to be less than 40 bucks. All right. Well, we, I mean, we got a $50 guess in there, $22, yeah, $30, yeah. $25.99. <laughs> That's specific. All right. Well, you're going in lower than $40? Yeah. Oh, well, there it is. $12.58. Wow, reasonable. Yes. You could get like four pa four pair for what you were talking about. I know. Right? Like a, a family. Yeah. <laughs> a, fa a family of googly eyes. A family shrubs. of googly eyes. <laughs> George said $50 in one cent. <laughs> this isn't the actual prices, right? This is the prices we're right. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. Well, googly eyes. who got that point? Because I just realized that's me. me. All right, so it's three to two right now. All right, how many items have we gone through? Three. All right, we have another item for the day for the price is right. Guys, we, again, we want you to participate in the comments. Oh, this is our fifth item of the day. Put, put it in the comments. Hashtag donate, and then how much you think this costs. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. Please don't do that. Please that don't do joke. that. That was, that was a joke. Who's yeah. guessing at that? Oh. But 
But this is 24 karat gold toilet paper. We both, our jaws are dropping like, no way. Really? For sure? Yes. 24 karat gold. To go with our 24 karat gold commode and mm -hmm. our yes. 24 karat yes. gold, what is the uh, stuff I that turns that. your poop gold? Yeah, the, the pills. Oh, the pills sure. that turn your poop gold. You got to yeah. have the and, gold white. I, I don't know why I keep getting to golden toilet things. Who's but, guessing this, this price? Um, Me? You, you Dang are. it. So this is the final point. It's three to two. Is it like a one-roll pack? Because um, yeah, I've just never, one roll. never seen it's just one, one roll, roll of toilet paper. Toilet paper. It's always like Seriously, six you think eight. you need a second roll? Is it a double roll? You really think you might like would use it to use a second roll? roll? <laughs> Man, dang, I don't know about that. Is it a mega roll? Is it two pie? No, no, no. Okay, so let me give you the Is item description. per sheet. I mean, really. I'll, I'll give I'm you the kidding. item description. I'm a quality three-ply toilet paper with 24 karat gold through the roll. As you use the toilet paper, 24 karat gold flakes will fall to the floor and you're, be and you're behind, taking you to another level of sophistication. <laughs> All right, that's got to be worth at least $25,000. $25,000. Yes. All right, Kevin, do you think it's higher or lower than $25,000? It $25, is definitely higher than that. <laughs> That thing it's priceless, was priceless, actually. I mean, priceless. It is priceless. That, that description right there was worth everything. I, uh, if I had to put a number on it, I would say close to like 500000 Ooh, baby. Okay. Let's That's... go high. Look at that. Priscilla's got so many zeros, I don't even know what that number it's is. It's a number. I do know Five that. trillion, maybe? Sure. All right, so you're thinking it's higher than $25,000? All day long. You said $25,000, right? Yeah, I'm good with that. All right, how much does the good news? $1,376,000 and not, well, okay. Yeah, yes! That was the number. Wow. $1,376,900. We'll just say $1.3 million. Yeah, I guess that's, that's easier to say. Praise God. So it's a little bit higher than $25,000. I wonder how many they've sold. One. <laughs> Seriously, who needs a second roll of that? That's if you true. wipe yourself with that, you do it one time, just to say that you did it, and then it stays on the wall forever. Yeah, yeah. I'm tearing off a piece and going to buy a car with that. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's it. There you go. <laughs> Here, will you take toilet paper? <laughs> it's gold plated. Have you used it? No, no. <laughs> Do you want to use this huge toilet paper? It's no. still worth it. All right, well, guys, thank you so much for joining us for The Price is Right. right. <laughs> thank you. This has been awesome. This has been a lot of fun. Oh, dear. <laughs> we love you guys. Now we're transitioning on to prayer time with Barrett. It's going to be powerful. It's going to be awesome. We'll see you right there. Love you guys. and honored to have you here with us and to have the ability to pray, to 
our Lord with you and for you. He's so good and God has great plans for you today. Not just tomorrow and in the years to come, but today there's a specific plan that God has for you. And part of that plan is this time of prayer. What we like to do here at the broadcast is we have a list of confessions that the Lord has given us that we go through each and every single day. And today we are on confession number six and seven. We like to wrap up the week with a bang. And these confessions are a great way to do that. We're going to put them on the screen. And when we do, join your voice with my voice and let's declare the things of God together. And then I'm going to be praying with you and for you afterwards. Join your voice with mine. And it says, confession number six, we keep increasing in wisdom and stature and favor with God and man. And then confession number seven says, pastor's already on it. The struggle is over. Hallelujah. There is no thing that you struggle with because God has made it easy and light today. God, we thank you. Thank you for making things easy. Thank you for making them light. God, your yoke is easy. Your burden is light. You are such a good God. God, we give you praise and glory. Thank you for helping us. Thank you for empowering us. Thank you for taking all struggle and toil on the cross, Jesus, so that we would not have to struggle or toil, but rather we could remain in easy and light. That's what you've said abiding with you looks like. Your yoke is easy. Your burden is light. As you're steering us and guiding us, Lord, you, Jesus, you are the Lord. You call the shots and we'll be obedient. And that yoke that you put around an oxen, Lord, you're leading us in ease. You're leading us with light. You don't lead us with pressure. You lead us with love and joy and peace and kindness. It's the goodness of God, the kindness of God that leads men to repentance. God, we thank you. Thank you for your ease. Lord, we give you praise and glory. Thank you, Jesus. God, thank you for making things easy today. Lord, I ask in Jesus' name that people under the sound of my voice, that job issues are cleared up today in Jesus' mighty name. Things that have been frustrations at their workplace in Jesus' name, clear those things up today in Jesus' name. Let the anointing go before. Let faith favor come with bosses and employees. Lord, for every employee watching this broadcast, give them favor in the eyes of their bosses. Give them favor beyond their other co-workers simply because they're yours. Lord, we thank you for it. Thank you that you love us. Thank you that you're for us. Thank you that your yoke is easy and your burden is light. No pressure comes from you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, God. God, we worship you. We thank you, Father. Thank you, God. God, you're so good. You're so good. 
Pastor Brian wants you to go ahead and put those in the comments. Say the struggle is over. Put it in the comments right now. Say I, my struggles are over today. My struggles are over in Jesus mighty name. Drop that right now in the comments and make that yours. Let's cling to that today. I struggle with nothing. My God has made it easy for me. My God has made it light for me. I'm not struggling. I'm thriving. I'm not struggling. I'm victorious. I don't struggle. I conquer. I conquer in Jesus name. That's who you are. That's who the word of God says that you are. Jesus overcame the world. So you're overcoming the world. It, you already have overcome the world because Jesus did it for you. Lord, I thank you. I thank you. Yeah, buddy, put that in the comments. Put it, put this one in. I don't strive. I thrive. That's who you are. God is so good. Lord, we thank you. Thank you that your yoke is easy and that we don't struggle. We conquer. We thank you, God, for it. Thank you for making us more than a conqueror. We're a friend of yours. We're a child of yours. We're yours, God. We don't just win. We have you. And that is the prize to know you and be known by you. Lord, we worship you. We give you glory. We give you honor. You are good and your mercy endures forever. And your mercy is for us today. In Jesus name. Amen. And exciting. We have our hundredth commenter, Holly Shaver. You win a gift card on us. We love you very much. And right now, Buddy's favorite segment was earlier. Now it's time for mine. It's time for Word Sneak. Word Sneak with Buddy and Marky. It's going to be so good. Stick around right now because they're hopping on to do Word Sneak. Welcome to Word Sneak. I'm not going to sing the jingle. <laughs> Welcome to Bear just audibly booed me. <laughs> Welcome to Word Sneak. This is a show that really tests your improv skills. It does. Uh, <laughs> it does. There have been many times where I've just wanted to be like, if the word is potato, I'm like, potato. <laughs> <You're> just, <laughs> just throw it out there. <laughs> Let's just say it. Just say it. No, so here's how the game goes. We have a list of super random words right here on these cards. And what we have to do is we have to s sneak these words into a normal conversation. Mm -hmm. All right, so like if you're good at improv, this is, a fun, this is fun for you. If you're not as good, this is a very stressful game. Yeah. Um, are, you, are you excited? I'm leaning on the Lord. <laughs> you're leaning on the Lord. 
Well, you know, the Bible does say that he'll give you the words to say. Oh, so, you know. this is biblical. <laughs> it's um, biblical. I so. haven't seen, because I haven't seen the words. We don't know what it is. Yeah, I'm we, taking we have it no idea. the top, right? No, so you're flipping it. I'm flipping it. Like this, and you're holding them oh, towards you, and then you're going okay, through. Okay, okay. Because you did it wrong last time, but that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. You know, we are a place of forgiveness <laughs> and grace. Yay. So, um, so we're going to just jump into conversation now. Uh, which of us is going to go first? I'm going to go first. All right, what are we talking about? Dalmatian puppies. Dalmatian puppies. All right, yeah, we can't look at the screen. Um, <clears throat> all right, well, you know, I, have you ever seen 101 Dalmatians? Mm-hmm. Um, that was, well, have you ever seen, now, have, did you ever watch the sequel, 102 Dalmatians? Mm, uh, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, well, so um, 101 Dalmatians, everyone's heard of it. Everyone knows it, Cruella de Vil and all that mm-hmm. jazz. But 102 Dalmatians was actually a movie that came out a couple years later. It, it wasn't the best, but they, but they took in a stray dog um, whose name was Moondust. And, uh, oh. yeah, and he was the worst. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wait, I think I do remember the movie now. Um, mm. In that movie, they had another dog, and its name was Artie. And Artie could actually play the xylophone. It was really, really cool. Interesting. Yeah. For yeah. a second, I thought Artie was the word, and you were just, <laughs> just going to throw it in there. There's another dog. Named Xylophone, no. Um, but yeah, here's the, the, the big thing about, um, about you know, Dalmatians is like they actually have to have a very specific diet. Um, oh. I don't know if you, you've heard that, but, um, but like they can't have chocolate. I mean, most dogs shouldn't have chocolate anyway, but um, they, they can on, only eat green foods. Um, like cucumbers, pickles. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, cabbages. Really? It, it's a very strict diet. Really? They can only have vegetables. Pretty much, really? and green vegetables. Green vegetables. Well, well, well. It doesn't have to just be green vegetables. It just has to be green food. So, like oh. green eggs and ham. You know, oh. They can have that too. So they only eat really healthy things. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of like birds. Birds eat like really healthy things. Like they eat mm. like uh, nuts and other things, like other types of nuts. <laughs> and but mm-hmm. like um, hummingbirds eat sugar. That's not healthy though. That's but I bet true. you chickadees are more healthy. I yeah. bet you chickadees, chickadees probably have all the nuts. Yeah, not, actually, not sugar. Yeah, chickadees are one of Serena's favorite um, birds, oh, really? and that's no lie. I think it's the main state bird. Is it? Mm-hmm. Wow, I did not know that. Apparently, chickadee is the state bird of North Carolina. Um, you, you see, so. Uh, Maine. The, oh, of Maine. Yeah. Oh, I, <laughs> The main state bird. I thought you meant <laughs> I, like the main bird of whatever. Okay, it's the main state bird. Never mind. You heard the longest build-up ever. <laughs> That's how the game goes. You have to like get from where you're at to where you need to be, and it mm-hmm. takes it takes some time. You know, <laughs> it's together. like driving. But well, I've discovered there's a bird in North Carolina that's just super mean. Um, really? Like I, I actually saw it chasing down a squirrel. Uh, like this is no lie. Like there was a bird that was chasing down a squirrel. Really? I, yeah, I was just sitting there playing Yahtzee uh, with my wife, and oh. this bird just literally flies in, chasing a squirrel. Oh, that okay. part wasn't actually true. Oh, yeah. yeah, Florida has really, um, really scary birds. They're like the size of me, mm-hmm. and they're just like all over the place. And yeah. um, they eat I don't know what, but maybe they eat lima beans. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. So. Well, see, another reason, you know, we've talked about how much I, I don't, I'm not a fan of the beach, and a huge reason of that is the seagulls there, because, um, like, seagulls are just annoying, <laughs> really right? We're <laughs> uh, Yeah, we, we moved from Dalmatians, we're talking about birds, birds. now. 
Well, seagulls are super annoying, but there was one time. Yeah, they do. They steal your food. Yeah, they steal your food. There was one time, though, uh, we went there. I, w I was there with my twin sister and a couple of friends from college. This is true. And um, one, of, one of our friends had, a, like, a bunch of crab fries, and they were throwing them up to the seagulls, so they were swarming over us. And then manure was just falling everywhere. One, one of them pooped on my sister. Um, mm -hmm. It was a great experience because they didn't poop on me. But, yeah, manure was all over the place. Really? Bird, Bird manure. manure. Mm -hmm. is, that, is that how that works? Is that how that word works? Manure is poop. <laughs> it's I feel like it normally has to do with cows. Well, I don't know. Is that, is that like a word you can just use with any animal? I think so. Oh, okay. Okay. You know, cows are actually really soft. Um, yes. Like they actually kind of feel like velvet when you pet them. Yeah. Really, they yeah. actually kind of do. So that was that was that was pretty smooth. That was pretty smooth. Um, yeah. Well, see, I like cows mainly because I like steak. <laughs> like, so cows are my sister's, my twin sister's favorite animal, but they're my favorite food. <laughs> um, I really like steak. Well, one of my favorite foods is um, is when you put steak on tacos. Um, like, ah, yeah. like there's a uh, restaurant called Moe's and they make um, mm -hmm. this really nice crunch wrap. And uh, I like to get the steak crunch wrap. I, I don't like the guacamole, but I like to get the, the crunch wrap. It's really good. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I've been to Moe's in Florida. Florida is awesome because it's like summer all year long. It's not mm -hmm. like Maine where you have to wear snowshoes and stuff like that. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Well, so um, my grandfather was actually... Um, he, he was he was in the uh, the navy uh, and he was stationed in Maine, and um, and one of, and and actually really? this is a true fact though he was stationed on a submarine called the Albemarle. What? Yeah. What? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's actually a true fact. I, the main part I just made that up, but. Uh, he was, he on, was a on a submarine called the Albemarle. Wow. I yeah. bet that would be so cool to be on a submarine. I've never been on a submarine. I haven't either. I wonder well, if they ever have any bugs on them or anything. Like, if <laughs> I you, hope not. You know, I wonder if they ever have, like, dung beetles on them. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Going back to manure. There's a lot of, like, poop stuff in there. Well, there's just two, but... I'm sure I could have made moon We're dust. We're done. Anyway. Well, guys, thank you for joining us for Word Sneak. That was that was a fun experience. <laughs> you did well. It was very the conversational. Yeah, it the Holy like... Spirit gave you some good words to use. Thanks. All right. Well, guys, thank you for joining us for Word Sneak. That was super fun and interesting. I hope you heard that because I wasn't going to do it. Well, thank you for joining us for Word Sneak. Word Sneak. There you go. Thank you for joining us for Word Sneak. Now we're going to be moving on to What's the Word uh, with Barrett and somebody else. We'll Emily. find out soon. What? What? <laughs> we'll find out soon. But guys, take this, these next few seconds to like and share the broadcast. And then we'll see you right there for What's the Word. What's the word?
But he's the other person. I am the other person. I, I ruined the surprise aspect of it, though. I was, no, no. I was excited. Well, people would I'm be sorry. like, who is it? And I'll be like, oh. Yeah, that's true. I've, I've had people do that to me. <laughs> like, who's here? Oh, it's just you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Although today, Buddy was a ninja. Like, when he got to the church, like, Mr. Kevin and I were talking about Buddy. Like, mm -hmm. for, like he asked if you were coming. I'm like, yeah, he'll be here today and mm -hmm. something. And he turns around, and Buddy's just in the back row. Like, we didn't mm -hmm. hear you come in. Yeah. <laughs> at all. And that was ninja. My Bible just translated it into my hand. sure did. It's like uh, Mjolnir with the word in <laughs> Bible come. <laughs> that would be awesome. Can we try that? Can I just hand this to you and you throw it at me? I, I'm, I don't want that for your Bible. <laughs> I don't want it either. But it'd be cool if I caught it correctly. It's true. Thank you all for being on today. Go ahead and put in the comments, I'm expecting to receive today. Make that your confession Amen. because the Lord has good things. I want to see who's on and I want to see your faith activated. So if you have mm -hmm. the ability to comment, I'm expecting to receive today, put that in the comments. Yeah. It's going to be a good one. In the name of Jesus, we're going to get to the notes that we had yesterday. <laughs> Amen. Amen. You want to kick off since the Lord gave you a title? Sure. Sure. Um, so what we're talking about today is how do we get to the next level? Yeah. Um, how do we, because here's the thing. There was actually something that Pastor Tracy said on Sunday on or Monday or Tuesday. One of the days. One of the days. Um, he said, uh, he said, um, there's clothes in my closet that I haven't grown into yet. Yeah. You know, and basically what he's saying is God's calling us to grow. He's calling us to increase. There's stuff that you have access to, yeah. you know, that God wants you to grow into. And so it's important for us to recognize that we need to always be growing. We need to always be moving up. The Bible says that the path of the righteous, like the morning sun, yeah. it gets brighter and brighter into the full light of day. So we, what that means is if we're walking in righteousness, we're always going up. We're always g going higher. Yeah. And um, so George said, never play catch with swords, buddy. Any tickled pastor. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, so, but we should always be going up. I mean, the Bible, uh, Deuteronomy twenty-eight seventeen. Here, I'll, I'll just read that real quick. Do you know where it is? Yeah. No. Well, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Numbers Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy. Yeah. yeah it's right there. Actually, it's Deuteronomy twenty-eight thirteen. Deuteronomy. I said seventeen, but I meant thirteen. Um, it says, "The Lord will make you the head and not the tail. Yeah. You shall be above only and not beneath. Yeah. If you heed the commands of the Lord your God, which I command you today, and carefully, carefully observe them." So, yeah. literally, what God is saying is, "I want you to keep going higher and higher until yeah. you're the top." Yeah. You know, and you might be saying, "Well, I don't feel like I'm at the top," or you might not be at the top. Well, good. That that's fine. You know, God's calling you to go go in that direction, yeah. but we can never get into that place where where we're until we reach the next level you know it's important for us to recognize there's a, another level that god wants me to go to and when i get there we don't get complacent or yeah. you know you know that arrival mentality that pastor yeah. talks about but there's another level you know and there's always another level a higher level there's always more that god has for you yeah and, and, you know, so we should never come to a place where we're like, oh, I have it all figured out. No, God's always calling you higher until you're the head. And even yeah. then he's calling you higher yeah. and then higher and then higher. Like I remember there was an illustration um, and you can do this wherever you're at. Just reach out in front of you as far as you can reach, as far as you can reach. All right. Now reach out further. Now reach out further. You know, like I, when I first said it, I said, reach out as far as you can go. And, you know, you probably did that. 
but then there was always further yeah. that you could reach and then further that you can reach and then further than that, you know. Yeah. Like our, our initial understanding of what how far we think we can reach is actually so small you know whenever we get there god's always calling us further yeah and so uh you know and we and it's actually pastor put in the comments it's one of our confessions we keep increasing wait we said that today yeah <laughs> we keep increasing in wisdom, wisdom and, and stature, stature and favor, favor with god and man put that in the comments I keep increasing yeah. in wisdom and stature and favor with God and man. That's what we're called to do is we're called to increase. Yeah. And we're never called to stop increasing. Yeah. Like one of the things that Pastor Brian will say when he's preaching is a, a, a danger and a trap to look for our um, spiritual teenagers, basically. Yeah. And it's right in line with a rival mentality, you know. Mm -hmm. When you get the word of God and something comes alive inside of you, it's like, oh, that's awesome. God's so good. Yeah. I've got it. But the thing about God is that there's no end to the depth of who he is. Yeah. So we can understand something, but there's more to understand. You know, it's it's like math. When you start off, you learn mm -hmm. one, two, like you yeah. learn how to count. Yeah. Then you learn how to add. Then after adding, you learn how to subtract. Then yeah. you learn how to multiply, then divide. Then mm -hmm. at some point you're doing bigger addition problems, smaller mm -hmm. addition, you know, yeah. it's, it's ever building on top of itself. Yeah. And so often what we want to do is jump from the counting mm -hmm. to like quadratic equations yeah. and miss all the stuff in between because it's mm -hmm. like, I don't want to take the time to do that. Yeah. But God builds on top of himself. Like yeah. he, you're not moving laterally in the kingdom. You're going higher. Like it's yeah. like a ladder. And with mm -hmm. each day we're called to climb up higher. Yeah. We're called to go higher. That was me climbing. I'm not just punching like there, <laughs> but we're called to go higher. That's, yeah. It's what we're designed to do. That's how we increase. Mm -hmm. And I got distracted because the cameraman started teasing me behind the camera. <laughs> <laughs> but the, it's, it's what we're called to do. We're called to go higher. Yeah. And we can't jump a step. And mm -hmm. we also can't stay stagnant. Yeah. Like, think of how silly it would be if you're trying to get from point A to point B. And you get halfway up the ladder and you just decide, eh, I'm done. Yeah. Well, you either have to climb back down mm -hmm. to get to the bottom or you have to finish. Like, there's yeah. no fruit in staying in the middle. Yeah. Well, like, I'm just thinking, like, imagine, you know, someone has a four-year-old, you know, and the four-year-old acts like a four-year-old. You're not going to just be like, like, what's wrong with this person? They're yeah. acting like a four-year-old. But if that four-year-old turns into a 25-year-old that's still acting like a four-year-old, you'll just look at them and say, something's messed up. Yeah. You know, like, you should be growing up. You should be maturing. And that's what Paul talks about. Or that's what's, I think, we talk, uh, it's writ the writer of Hebrews talks about that. He's like, by this time, you should be eating yeah. solid food, but you're still eating milk. Yeah. He said, I can't even call you, you know, mature. Yeah. So, like... So we, we can't just, you know, have this, well, you know, I've reached a level and I'm content with being yeah. here because actually, like there's actually, you're either progressing or you're digressing. There's really no stagnation in the kingdom, yep. which a lot of people think there is. There's, there's not because, yeah. because God, you, you read this word, God expects maturity. God expects us to be moving on towards yeah. maturity. Now don't despise the day of small beginnings, but one, one thing Pastor Nicole has said 
that I really liked is she said, don't look at someone based on their position, but their direction. What? So like, I'm not going to condemn someone because they're not as mature as me, but at the same time, I need to be looking. Are they moving forward or are they going backwards? Because they're only going in in one of those two directions. And, um, and it's important, and it's important for us because actually while Pastor Tracy was giving that illustration about the, the, there's clothes you know, in my closet that yeah. I haven't grown into yet. He mentioned, you know, like whenever we first, when we took our first step towards God, mm-hmm. God took a thousand steps towards us, yeah. you know, but then the next time God's expecting us. Now I want you to take two steps towards right. me and I'll take 9,999 steps towards you, you know, but a lot of times we just want to stick with that one step. You know, we don't want to grow. We don't want to mature. Yeah. And like, and then, and then that's when you see, you know, people who've been in church for 30 years, they take that one step and expect God to do everything else for them. When really God said, no, I need you to step forward, you know? And and so they might take one step forward and, and God will take that, uh, 9,999 steps. And he's saying, now I need you to take one more step to grow in maturity. And and we might not know what that next step is, which is why it's important for us to have a pastor who will help show us and disciple us. But God's always expecting us to, to go further and further and God will meet us, you know, each time. But, but there's times when we, but if we just want to stay at that first step and God's leading you to the next step, you know, that's what spiritual maturity looks like. But if we try to stay back here, like God will be one step away. And, and since we're just like, God, like I'm doing the same thing I did last time. No, God's telling you, all right, there's more, there's more in this walk with me. There's more that he wants to lead us into now. Now he's starting to, to, to call us into this life. But if we just stay still and say, well, God, this is how it worked at the beginning. I'm just going to sit here and wait for the rest of my life for something to happen. No, God's telling you to move forward, to step out. Well, and we determine, Mm -hmm. you determine, I determine how fast this happens. Yeah. Like God has called, I was talking to George about this today, my husband, George. We determine how fast we grow and your growth isn't just for you. You know, if Mm -hmm. you're married, your growth affects your spouse's growth. You know, your growth affects the church. You know, there are things that I'm called to do in boomerang that buddy's called to do in boomerang. And if we are not growing, then we're holding back the ministry. You know, if I'm not Mm -hmm. purposing myself (laughs) to grow and develop, then Mm -hmm. I'm holding up how long something can take how long it takes for something to take place in the ministry that's supposed to come through me. Mm -hmm. If I'm stagnant, God is patient and he's merciful and his plans are without repentance. Like he, he does not desire for me to not fulfill his plans. But if I'm lazy and I'm slow with it Mm -hmm. and, and I'm like resisting it, he'll raise somebody else up to do what I'm called to do. Mm -hmm. Even even though I'm called to do it, you know, the pastor has said before that when he was talking to the Lord about this area and the Lord was revealing different things to him, the Lord said something to the extent of as best as I can remember, you're not the first person I called to do this. Like mm-hmm. you weren't my first choice. Like mm-hmm. I, I chose other people to do this, but you're the one who, and, and, but pastor told him, but I'm the one that will do it. Something yeah. to that extent. Basically the Lord mm-hmm. had called other men, other women in mm-hmm in 
into Albemarle to take dominion for the kingdom in this area, mm -hmm. but other men and women had fallen short. Mm -hmm. So he wasn't the first person he raised up, yeah. but pastor said yes to it yeah. and he's given himself to it. Mm -hmm. You know, there are things that God has destined to happen in your life. That's what he wants is he mm -hmm. destined yeah. a perfect plan for you, for you to fulfill. And we determine how quickly that's going to happen. You know, you read in Ephesians four verse 24, I'm pretty sure. Put on the new self. Put mm -hmm. on the new you. You know, what holds us back so much of the time is we're, it's what we said yesterday. We're considering our flesh. We're considering yeah. how it feels. Mm -hmm. Well, this feels uncomfortable. Growth without change is impossible. Yeah. I don't want, I don't like change. Mm -hmm. How many people do you hear say that? I don't like change. I like things the way that they are. You know, mm -hmm. I've said that. And they think that's uh, that's an like yeah. a, that's fine. No, you know they think it's like a normal thing that's okay to 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 talk about. Yeah, like, it's like you, they boast in it, and you realize you realize how incredibly uncutly that is. <laughs> that statement is. Yeah, but, but you guys, those of you watching, <laughs> here's the difference. Here's the thing. You're not these people that we're talking about. Yeah. You are the people that yeah. are destined for greatness because you're giving yourselves to the Lord. Mm. God has plans for you that you will achieve, that he, that will take place through your hands. Mm -hmm. You will reach yeah. the destiny God has given you because today you're going to choose. I'm going to choose to be who he's called you to be, to be who yeah. he's called me to be. You're not the people who are going to fall away. You're going to be the people that achieve the things yeah. that God wants you to achieve because that's who you are are called to mm -hmm. be and I can tell in the spirit that there are men and women that are getting excited knowing that there's more where you've been is not the end game there is more to have more to do more to achieve more to become yeah. but also more to know of who God is there's more of God to have yeah. and today we're going to be talking to you just about building your faith up mm -hmm. to receive that you know yeah. you, you can't step a place you don't know that you're supposed to go to yeah but today we're going to, we're going to allow the Lord to build our faith together because there's things buddy and I are called to do that. Yeah. We need the faith to believe yeah. for the Lord to help us get there. That's true. Yeah. Uh, Hebrews six, one, therefore leaving the discussion of the elementary principles in Christ, yeah. let us go on to perfection, not laying the foundation again of repentance from dead works. And then he just starts talking about like the foundational things, but he's saying now it's time for us to press on. Yeah. Let, let's, let's put the elementary things behind and let's, let's move on. Let's strive. Yeah. Let's go ahead, not strive, but let's, let's press forward. Let's Paul says, I focus all my energy on one thing, forgetting the past yeah. and looking forward to the things that lie ahead of yeah. me. That's what we're supposed to be doing. Now, I'm not like, doesn't mean I'm just like, well, the past is the past. I'm not going to, you know, what it, it is, you know, it's not, we're not going to move forward by dwelling on what's behind us. Yeah. Um, he says, I'm pressing on towards the upward calling. That's what he says. I press on towards the upward calling in Christ. Yeah. What does he mean? I'm moving to the next level. I'm moving on yeah. to the next level. Amen. My calling is upward. My calling doesn't lead me downward. It doesn't lead me on this crazy wild path. It's leading me upward. So as I'm moving to the next level, I'm yeah. closer and closer to Christ likeness. I'm yeah. more and more like God as I'm pressing on to this upward call. Yeah. In Isaiah 43:19, it says, uh, actually, let's, let's go back a couple of verses. Uh, Isaiah 43:16. 
You know, this is the Lord talking. Thus says the Lord who makes a way through the sea and a path through the mighty waters, who brings forth the chariot and the horse, the army and the mighty man. They will lie down together and not rise again. You know, verse 18, do not call to mind the former things or ponder the things of the past. All the things that God was just reminding us of are mighty, phenomenal things that have happened. But he says, do not call to mind the former things or ponder the things of the past. Behold, I will do something new. Behold, I will do something new. God is doing something new in you today. God is doing something new. He's going to take you to a higher level. He's going to take you to a new place with him. So as good as it has been up to this point, whether it's been perfect, whether it's been rocky, it doesn't matter. Behold, God is doing something new and not just in the world, not just in this great big like erythral oh god's gonna do a new thing no he's doing Mm. something new in you today Mm -hmm. today there's a new thing taking place on the inside of you today there's a new thing taking place in your mind it come into pass today it says behold i will do something new isaiah 43 19 now it will spring forth will you not be aware of it will you be aware of it you know are you are we Mm-hmm. going to allow ourselves to become aware of what God is doing. You mm-hmm. know, there's a, the body of Christ is getting to a point where there's a new thing coming in the body of Christ. There's a new thing that's going to be taking place that Mm -hmm. already is taking place. Mm -hmm. There's a great separation between Mm -hmm. religion and the spiritual awakening, this great awakening that's taking place in this country. And there's an awakening that's taking place on the inside of you today. Will you be aware of what God is wanting to do through you and say yes to it? Yeah. 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 Well, so, 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 Let's kind of jump into the to the question, you know, how? of how, yeah. you know, because, you know, I, I hope at this point you're like, OK, I, I want to go to the next level. I yeah. want to go up because I know that I because the first step is to get a vision for the yeah. next level, you know, uh, and that's what we've been doing is giving you a vision to, hey, there is more. God wants you to increase. He wants you to yeah. go up. That's his plans for you. His plans are for your uh, for your welfare, not yeah. for your calamity for, you know, that's God's plans for you. He wants you to go up. He wants you to go higher. Yeah. And, and, you know, so the first step is to gain a vision for yeah. that, to, to understand God doesn't want me to just be kind of a little, you know, hidden person in a corner who just doesn't really do anything in life. Cause we think, cause a lot of people think that that's humility. Well, I'm just going to stand in the background and I'm not going to make any sound or any noise. And, you know, I'm just going to not do anything, but yeah. no, that's not humility. That's actually, you know, whatever. Pride. <laughs> Essentially. Pride. Yeah. I, I would, I didn't want to be too, I, I too straightforward with that. Well, <laughs> it's pride and it's demonic because, yeah. because just sitting back in the corner doing nothing with your life, who's winning souls, who's, you know, who's, you know, the primary thing, if the enemy can't keep you out of the kingdom of heaven, he's going to do anything within his power to ensure that you're, that you don't bear any fruit in this life. And, And so that kind of mentality is a fruitless mentality and it's, and it's rooted in listening to the wrong voice. Yeah. Well, and it's dangerous for you. Yeah. Like it's not just well God like he doesn't want me to bear fruit like again that can sound erythral and hyper spiritual. Bearing fruit it's biblical, but mm. here's what it does. If you don't bear fruit in this life mm. about 
for you, then yeah. when you get to stand before Jesus and we all will stand before Jesus, mm-hmm. we're not going to have anything to present to him. And yeah. if we haven't borne fruit for him, then yeah. we won't in heaven and yeah. in the age to come, we won't be all that God's w- desired mm-hmm. for us to be yeah. because we didn't invest our future properly. So it's mm-hmm. not just, oh, the devil doesn't want me to bear fruit. No, it's like there's a reason for it and it's because he hates mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Like he hates you. And if he can't keep you out of the kingdom, then he's going to keep you as unprofitable as he can. If you don't bear fruit, it's, Mm -hmm. it's like a worker, you know, you can, you can be hired in a company Mm -hmm. and uh, like a company where it's, you work your way up through the chain. You can be hired in as a janitor Mm -hmm. and the CEO, no, I want him to be the CEO someday. He's going to work his way up through. It's not Mm -hmm. by works that we're saved, but hear what I'm saying. You know, you can be hired and know he's going to go from janitor to this. I have a plan. I have a track for him Mm -hmm. to go on and apply no effort Mm-hmm. to being anything other than a janitor. And mm-hmm. that's not all that that man was called to become. Yeah. It's the same way. The Lord has plans for you mm-hmm. and in the future. And if we're not bearing fruit, it's going to stunt eternity Yeah. So for us. So, you know, how do I bear fruit? Essentially, yeah. Or how do I go to the next level? You bear fruit for at sure. the level you're at. Again, yeah. don't despise the day of small beginnings, but you got to be faithful with where you're at. You know, if you're faithful with the small things, God will make you ruler over the big things. Yeah. And that, I mean, that's talking about finances, but I mean, what, what was the main command that God gave to mankind as soon as he, he created them? Be fruitful and multiply and multiply yeah. that that's, what we were created to do. What, what does that mean? I want you to grow. I want you to increase. We're called to increase. We're called to go up. That's the innate, like, core thing that God wants us to do. Yeah. Be fruitful and multiply. And that's not just babies. Yeah. Take, because then he said, take the earth and subdue it. Yeah. You know, subdue it. That's what we're called to do. So, so uh, how, do we, how do we go to the next level? Number one uh, get a vision that yeah. God wants you to go higher. Number two, be faithful with the level that you're at. You know, um, be faithful with where you're at. Be fruitful. Be f- be faithful. Do the things that God's calling you to do. And, and when you're faithful with that, God will take you yeah. to the next level. Well, and God has training time. Like Mm -hmm. it's, I, there was a point where I worked for a car rental company Yeah. and I, I needed their, their, structure of business was one that I was describing earlier, where you come in at a base level position and you work your way up through the company. Mm -hmm. And before you could even apply for like a managerial job, like Mm -hmm. before you could even apply for that, you had to prove that you were faithful in all of these jobs Mm -hmm. below them. You know, God has given, regardless of where you are, maybe you just got saved yesterday. Glory to God. Like that's Mm -hmm. awesome that you just got saved. But here's the thing, you know, God has a plan for you now, mm-hmm. now you're called to dominate in your environment, not mm-hmm. like suppressing people under your thumb, but we're mm-hmm. called to take dominion for the kingdom. Yeah. Everybody has an area of influence. Mm-hmm. What are we yeah. doing with ours? You know, when in your family, how are you using your area of influence? Are you are you demonstrating a fruitful life? Like, what are you doing with your area of influence? Yeah. Um, Serena was actually telling me this morning um, while she was doing her devos, uh, I was trying to look it up. I forget exactly what it said, but it was basically how God, Serena, you're watching now. Can you, can you put that scripture up if it was a scripture or just something that God showed you? 
but how even Joseph, mm-hmm. you know, Joseph had the vision. Mm-hmm. He, he was faithful with where he was at, you know, and he was faithful there for years. Yeah. And, and it says in, the, in those, Serena said, in those years, God developed and strengthened and matured Joseph. Uh, Psalm 105, 19. Um, can you look that up real quick? I can. I and know where Psalms are. You know where Psalms is now? Yeah, Oh, I praise do. God. Yeah. Um, thank <laughs> you, darling. Uh, that's my wife, and I like her a lot. But, um, but all that time, God was maturing and developing essentially what was going on. He was laying a foundation for God to build his house. Yeah. And when God built his house, he skyrocketed. Yeah. It says, uh, starting at verse 17, 105, 17, he sent a man before them, Joseph, who was sold as a slave. They afflicted his feet with fetters. He himself was laid in irons until the time that his word came to pass. The word of the Lord tested him. That's good. So. Um, I'm actually curious to, to read, because I know Serena was reading that in the, the New Living Translation. Is something funny? Yeah, Pastor texted me telling me I was pronouncing a word wrong. <laughs> what word were you pronouncing wrong? Uh, it's not e- erythral. It's e- erythral. Or it's, I, I have ethereal? To yeah, ethereal. That's the word I meant. Yeah, I, yeah. I wasn't going to say something. You could have. It's I could okay. have. But I, I would have I received it. You would have received it? Yeah, just like but, I just did pastors via my watch. <laughs> there you go. Um, <laughs> But here's the thing, you know, with um, with Joseph, I mean, he spent all that year. But the Bible says, unless the Lord builds a house, the laborers labor in vain, yeah. you know. So so, you know, what's important for us to, to understand is who is building my house. If I'm dissatisfied with the level that I'm at, I'm essentially saying God's not doing a good job building my house. Mm-hmm. And so he, here's that verse, Psalm 105, 19. Um, uh, yeah, until the time came to fulfill his dreams, the Lord tested Joseph's character. What was happening? God, God himself was, was developing Joseph's character. He was developing it so that when, when Joseph actually reached the level that God intended him to be, he had the character to hold it. Because if we try to skip the levels to attain, to, to attain something, we won't have the character to keep it. Yeah. Um, you can put that in the comments. If I skip a level to attain it, I won't have the character to, to keep it. Well, pastor says the gifting opens the door, but character mm-hmm. keeps you in the room. That's good. So yeah. your gifting, like what God's given you mm-hmm. will open the door for you. Like God will do that, but your character will determine yeah. whether you can stay there. Yeah. So, so the level that you're at, if, you, if you're saying, you know what, I know I need to go higher. I know I need to grow. Just take that time to just give thanks. Father, I thank you that where I'm at right now, you're giving me the character. Yeah. You're, you're developing in me the character to reach the next level. And when yeah. you get to the next level, in that level, God will, God will continue to do some character development you know, yeah. within you. Um, so that so that when you get to the next level, you won't burn out, you won't fall out. The Bible says that if you if you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is too small. Yeah. So wherever you're at now, just give thanks to God because you look at um, the Israelites. You know, God was calling them to a high vision, yep. but they but they were dissatisfied with what God was calling them to do, and because of that. Um, because of that, they complained, they argued, God doesn't know what he's doing. God's going to, we're yeah. going to be destroyed because we're following him. We should have stayed in Egypt, but, but it, it's important. So let, let's just say point number three is, you know, we talked about uh, gain a vision, be faithful with where you're at. Point number three is give thanks. What? You're at that camera. I'm sorry. Hi. <laughs> Point number three is just be give thanks to God, glorify God with the, with the plate, with the place that you're at con- 
yeah. presently. Because what God is doing is he's developing your character. He's yeah. developing a foundation that he can build upon. Yeah. And, and so we, we're not the ones building our house. If we try to build our house and push ourselves into the next level, which is what, what Abraham did whenever he slept with Hagar, you know, he tried to, he said, well, yeah. I have a vision for it. He tried to j skip on over to the next level yeah. without being led by God. And, and because of that, things kind of crashed and fell around him. It yeah. caused problems in his homes. And it actually ro rose up an entire nation that became a, you know, a thorn in Israel's side. Yeah. Why? Because Abraham tried to skip levels. But when we don't try to skip levels, but we're thankful, we're, we're just giving thanks and praising God with where we're at. He's laying a foundation yeah. that whenever he builds on it, no, nothing's going to be able to stop it. Yeah. And I would, so we're, we're at point number four, we've had the three going before mm -hmm. get vision, be faithful where you're at. Number three, give thanks. As you're talking, the fourth one that came up to me was expect to be used by God, like yeah. still expect to be used just because mm -hmm. you're not at the yeah. level that you know, God wants you to ultimately become when you're 120 years mm -hmm. old. Like yeah. just because you're not brother Copeland right now, or yeah. you're not TL Osborne, or you're not Bishop David Oyedepo, or you're mm -hmm. not Catherine Kuhlman, like just because you're not yeah. at the place where where those mighty men and women of God are doesn't mean that the Lord won't still use you. Yeah. He has a desire to use every piece mm -hmm. of his body. Yeah. Every piece of the body has a function. Every piece of the body is important. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what level you're currently at. God wants to use you right now. Yeah. You know, you go to the book of Jeremiah, one of my favorite all time favorite verses, um, Jeremiah chapter one, verses five through eight. Uh, it said, the Lord's talking to, to Jeremiah and he says, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. I've appointed you as a prophet to the nations. And Jeremiah said, alas, Lord God, behold, I don't know how to speak because I am a youth. Mm. You know, fear will keep you out of the room. Yeah. Fear will keep you out of the arena, but it's time for the believers, no matter what level you're yeah. at, to step into the arena. Yeah. You may not intention, like purposely going up against Lucifer in the flesh himself, yeah. but the Lord wants you to enter into the arena and take territory for him. Yeah. He wants you to dominate your yeah. environment. He mm -hmm. wants the kingdom to come in your home, in your job, in your workplace, through you mm -hmm. because you carry the light of God. Yeah. And here's what the Lord's response was to him. But the Lord said to me, do not say I am a youth mm -hmm. because everywhere I send you, you shall go. Mm -hmm. And all that I command you, you shall speak. Yeah. Do not be afraid of them <laughs> for I am with you to deliver you. Yeah. Declares the Lord. The Lord is with you mm -hmm. to deliver you. Yeah. The Lord is with you to deliver you. You may not know what to say. Mm -hmm. You may not know how to say it in your own understanding, but when you open your mouth and you go before yeah. Kings, the Lord will fill your mouth with his words. Yeah. You know, that's how he works. We just have to apply faith in him. So yeah. here's some places to start for how you can expect the Lord to use you now. First Timothy chapter four, verse 12. This is Paul talking to his uh, son in the faith, Timothy. It says, let no one look down on you on your youthfulness. Yeah. You know, and here he's also talking about age, but you can take this in the faith, you know, let no one look down on you because of how brand new you are in the faith, mm -hmm. yeah. but rather in speech, 
in conduct, in love, in faith, mm -hmm. and purity. Show yourself an example of those mm -hmm. who believe. Yeah. So right now, maybe the Lord hasn't told you, go to Ecuador and take Ecuador for Jesus. Go on a mass crusade. Mm -hmm. And maybe he hasn't told you to do that yet, but here's what he has told you. In your speech, in your conduct, mm. in your love, in your faith, in your purity, be an example. Yeah. You know, when you speak, are you speaking faithful things? Mm -hmm. When you act, are you acting as Jesus acted? Yeah. We can go back to this camera. It's been on me for a while. Um, in your faith, are you being an example for others to look at? Mm. In your love, are you being mm. an example for others to look at? Are you living a pure and holy life? These are things we can do now. Expect mm. God to use you. And mm. until he gives you a command, like the word of the Lord, separating you mm. unto whatever the grand master plan of your life is, here are some starting points. Yeah. Be an example. Let's jump into number five, because we're just making it. <laughs> These are just flowing. Like here, yeah. here, here's an example yeah. of that. We did not discuss what we were talking other than the title. <laughs> I know. Yeah, like there was no foreplanning no, on this I don't at all. Notes. But, but, well, this one's kind of in there. Consider not where you're at. Yeah. Consider, consider not, not. Consider not where you are at. Or consider yeah. not the, your spiritual maturity level. Consider not. God's calling you higher. Yeah. Uh, so, like, one of the, what, what came to my mind, I was praying to God, like, I was, like, two months into ministry. And I was just frustrated. I'm like, yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. I was just like. I was just all like worried and like, so I was just like praying to God. I was like, God, I do not trust myself to do this job. Yeah. And God said, you don't trust me? I said, no, God. I said, I don't trust myself to do yeah. this job. And he said, so you don't trust me? I'm like, no, God. I said, I don't trust me. And he said, who put you here? Yeah. I was like, mm, you did? He's like, do you trust that I put you here for a purpose? I'm yeah. Like, I do now, you know, but, but at that point I didn't recognize God placed me there. God, the Bible says those who are planted in the courts, like God's the one who plants us. He's the yeah. one who positions us. Well, if we listen to him, but you know, but when, if we're, you know, where God's planning us, yeah. if we're doing what God's calling us to do, we have to apply our faith considering like, cause I, at that point I didn't have the spiritual maturity that I had now, Right. obviously. You know, five years from now, I'm going to have a different level of spiritual maturity. Amen. Actually, Smith Wigglesworth said once, for someone to, to stay in two days at the same spiritual plane is a tragedy. You know, for two days yeah. in succession on the same spiritual plane, it's a tragedy. Yeah. It's, we're, we're always called to go higher. But here's the thing. Like, um, like I look back at where I was then. I'm like, wow, wow, that's crazy, you know, how far I've come. But God didn't see me from where I was at that moment. God saw me from where I will be like 30, 40, 50 years from now, yeah. you know. So I, I wasn't supposed to consider. So consider not, you know, uh, where you're at. The Bible says that Sarah did not consider the deadness of her womb. Mm -hmm. You know, she didn't consider that. She just heard the word of God. And she said, if God said it, I'm going to trust him. If God called me, I'm going to trust him, whether I feel like I'm at that position or not. I'm going to trust him and I'm going to be obedient with yeah. where I'm at. And he'll begin to take me to the next level. Yeah. Well, you know, and here's another way you can do it as I kick the table and move it. Romans 12, 1 through mm -hmm. 2. I would say number, number 6, that's sure. where we're at. Yeah. Number 6, renew your mind to the will of God. Yeah. Renew your mind to the will of mm -hmm. God. That's number yeah. 6. Romans 12, 1 through 2. 
Therefore, I urge you, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies a living sacrifice, a holy sacrifice, Mm -hmm. acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service of worship. This is how we worship God. Do (laughs) present your body. This is how you worship God. Present your mind. This Mm -hmm. is how you worship God. It's not about how high you can throw your hands up during a song on Sunday. It's not about how many times in the Holy Ghost you can get goosebumps and fall on the floor and run around a room and Mm -hmm. woohoo, amen, get it, preacher. It doesn't matter what you say out loud. Are you presenting your body? Am I presenting my body Mm -hmm. to the Lord as a service of worship? Am Mm -hmm. I presenting my mind as a service of worship? Do not be conformed to the world, to this world. This world has a different mind than our kingdom. There's a, there's a mind in the kingdom and there's a mind in the world and they are opposite Mm -hmm. each other. They do not go hand in hand. They are literally polar opposites desiring for different things. So verse two, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So Mm -hmm. that why? So that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. That's, that's what we're called to do is we need to renew our mind, not just to what we think, but what. What does the word tell us? God's people perish for lack of knowledge. God's people perish for lack of knowledge, but not you. You're not perishing. You're Mm -hmm. thriving because today we're going to submit our minds to the Lord and say, renew it. You know, if we, we said it earlier, if we don't know that there's more to be had, not just vision for your life, but renew your mind to who the word says you are. You know, you can be told, I can tell you know, Marky's in the, in the sound booth right now. I can tell Marky all day long, you are called to be a great woman of God. You are called to do amazing things for the kingdom. God has a plan and a purpose for her, your life. Marky Eleanor Dottie Dunphy, you have such great things in, in store for you because of God. But if yeah. she doesn't renew her mind to the fact that the Lord says that she can get there. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter if she knows I'm called. I'm not saying she is, but you know, I'm called to be a... A, a worship leader for, for nations. And I'm, I, when I sing chains will break and it'll be, you know, she can know that, but yeah. if she doesn't know that the words, what the word says about her, she'll yeah. never believe it. Sure. Yeah. And that was very impassioned. <laughs> yes. Um, you know, there's one last verse that kind of just came to me. Um, and this can be point seven, seven. Is yeah. that where we're at? Yep. The number of completion. Or perfection. Okay. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, 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 yep. All right. Uh, Colossians 3.22. Oh, such a good one. Bond servants or employees, you know, that's a good way to say it. Yeah. Obey in all things your employers according to the flesh, not with eye service or as men pleasers, but in sincerity of heart, fearing God. And then verse 23. Yeah. And whatever you do. Do it heartily yeah. as to the Lord, not to men. Do yeah. you have yours? What does yours say? Um, Verse 23. 23. Whatever you do, do your work heartily as for the Lord rather than for men. It's pretty similar. Okay. Everything you do, if you want to go up, if you want to go, yeah. everything you do, 
here, here, here's the, the, here's basically the premise of what he's saying here. Don't do anything out of familiarity. Yeah. If you're, wherever you're working, whether you like your job or not, whether you, whether you're just mopping floors or washing dishes or whatever, pretend like, not, don't pretend like you are, you know, washing dishes for the Lord. If God's called you to wash those dishes, you're doing it for the Lord. God is your employer. So do it as such, do it with your whole heart. The thing that caused Daniel to rise up, you know, amongst the rest of them is because the Bible records he was a man of excellence. Yeah. You know, he, he's working for people that are holding his, his, his people captive. Yeah. Recognize that. But yet he's, he's working as if unto the Lord, he's doing it wholeheartedly. And because of that, the, he stood out among men. If you want to increase in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and men, everything you do, don't do it out of familiarity. Do it as if unto the Lord, because you're essentially doing it for God, because everything we do, we're children of God. So everything we're doing and we're doing it for him. So, so, you know, your job, don't do it out of familiar. Well, you know, I've been doing the same old thing for five years, you know, and things haven't really changed. Things haven't changed because of your attitude. Yeah. You know, things haven't changed because you're not doing it as of unto the Lord. Things haven't changed because you're treating it as a common thing or as yeah. a familiar thing rather than this is what God's calling me to do. I'm going to do it with everything that I have. And when I do it with everything that I have, yeah. there's no other option but for me to go up. Yeah. My boss will see that I'm more diligent and excellent than the rest of my coworkers because there's a spirit of excellence. There's a, there's a Holy Spirit in me that pulls excellence out of me. And whenever I do that, you know, I'll begin to yeah. increase. It'll, it'll just get better and better. My employers will begin to see that there's a spirit of excellence in me and they'll raise me up. Yeah. You know, that, that's just how it works. The Bible says promotion comes from the Lord. Yep. It doesn't even come from our employers. So when we're doing everything as if unto the Lord, he will promote us. He'll, he'll lead us higher. You know, it doesn't matter, you know, you know, if, if our employers, you know, fire us, it doesn't it matter if we're not, if whatever our job is, if we're doing everything as if under the Lord, God's going to take us to the next level every single yeah. time. And, the, and that's just the, the truth of it. That's the fact of it. If this is what God's calling me to do, I'm going to do it as if unto the Lord with excellence. You know, imagine if God's sitting here in this room, you know, which he is, but I think we just need to, to, to understand that, you know, God's here in this room. Everything we're doing is not just for Pastor Brian. You right. know, it's not just for, you know, it's we're doing this for God. Yeah. We're bringing the gospel out where everything we're doing, we're doing it for God and, ha- and keeping that understanding, you know, in our minds. Yeah. I'm doing this for the Lord. So I'm going to do it with everything that I have. Promotions yeah. coming. Yeah. I mean, Serena just got a promotion yesterday. That's uh, awesome. You know, like, uh, or she got a raise, which, you know, it's Those a promotion, Serena. you know, you know, know but, but like, she's, she's only been there for three months and she's already gotten what, I think three raises at this point and a promotion, like literally like she's just bouncing up, you know, mm-hmm. it's just going higher. Yeah. You know, I'm super pleased with her. It was like that at her last job, you know, like she just kept getting promotion and raises. Why? Because she was doing it as of under the Lord. Yeah. And because of that, people saw that in her. And people were drawn to that, and 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 yeah. naturally she goes up. You know yeah. that's just what happens naturally. Yeah. You know, like I, I've even been in positions, you know, where 
where, you know, it seems like everything's declining, but yet for some reason I'm getting raises, you know, but for some reason I'm going up. It makes no sense in the natural, but since I'm applying the word and I'm doing only what God's calling me to do, he's taking me up because promotion comes from the Lord. Well, and here's, here's one thing too, you know, we've talked about promotion. We've talked about going to the next level. Something that pastor Brian has told me personally Mm -hmm. is that increase doesn't always happen above the ground. That's good. It doesn't always come above ground. Mm -hmm. There are times where increase takes place in the root system, in the foundations. Increase Mm -hmm. may not look like you think it's going to look. That's true. But that does not mean that it's not increase, that it's not promotion. You know, I, I don't know if we've shared this. I... Back in back in June, I think it was the Lord uh, had me after seven years here in Boomerang, seventeen total of of years in youth ministry in some way, shape, or form, to step out of leading the youth here. Step out into what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. I, we've got Lunch Plus going, mm-hmm. but like as far as a title that I can tell people, like what are you? I am, I am, like, I don't know. (laughs) I I couldn't tell you a title that describes what I do, but I know that the Lord is doing something Mm -hmm. and it's big and it's a big work, not because good job Barrett, but because the Lord is good and he's faithful and he loves his people. So whether you can see a promotion physically in front of you, it's there. The Lord is developing it. And at the proper time, he will exalt you at the proper Mm. time. He will exalt you, not necessarily necessarily in your timeline, mm-hmm. but in God's timeline, he will exalt you. Yeah. It's coming. Say, God is exalting me. Yeah. And believe that. Put that in the comments right now. God is exalting me Amen. because that's the word of the Lord. You know, yeah. Stephen, when we get into the book of Acts, Stephen started off as a waiter. He mm. was cleaning tables. He was mm. serving people. Yeah. And then the Lord called him to be an evangelist. Mm-hmm. You know, and you read about Stephen as a man of great faith. He finished yeah. his time here on the earth with Jesus, the Lord and Savior, standing up in the heavens, looking down because he wanted to see what Stephen yeah. was doing. Mm-hmm. His faith, his love, yeah. his action provoked Jesus yeah. to rise where he was and to look down upon mm-hmm. him so that Stephen didn't taste any death. He looked at Jesus and smiled. His last moments here on the earth were looking at the Lord and Savior. That's a promotion from cleaning tables to serving and blessing Jesus so much that he had to stand up in the heavenly realm to look at what Stephen was doing here on the earth. That's God. God is exalting you. Mm -hmm. He will exalt you before men. He will exalt you before kings. He will exalt you before nations. He'll exalt you above co-workers, above Mm -hmm. family. For those who are chasing after him, he will and is exalting you. That's good. That's good. I like that. Increase doesn't always happen above ground. Yeah. You know, like, so it doesn't matter. Again, that's what faith looks like, you know. Faith is, I'm, I have, I'm putting my faith that things are growing below ground. That, yeah. that's, that's developing the foundation, you know, for God to, to bring the yes. increase, for God to build the house. The bigger the foundation, the mm. bigger the building. Yeah. So, so, you know, if it takes me 20 years of, you know, 20 years to build that foundation, yeah. you know, then I'm going to, I'm only 27, so that's most of my life, you know, yeah. but if it takes 20 years to build that foundation and then God begins to, to do it, yeah. like, so be it. Cause if God's, cause like even for Joseph, however long it took, yeah. you know, between him being sold into slavery to, to rising up, 
I mean, I'm sure Joseph at the end of his life was, was like, man, praise God yeah. that, you know, I was able to let God lay out that foundation and give me the character so that, and position me in a place where when he started building my house, yeah. like that was the fastest building of a house, yeah. you know, from prison to number two in the whole, you know, but when God built the house, like who's going to stand against right. it? You know, that's, that was such a fast building, you know? Right. And so, so, you know, you might, you might be like 40 years old and you're like, well, man, God's been laying this foundation for so long, you know, I don't even see it. But what's happening is the roots are growing so deep yeah. so that when God builds the house, it's going to come up and it's going to come up quick and nothing's going to be able to stop yeah. it. And that just doesn't work. Uh, you know, that that's not just a, a thing that, that operates just in the natural, but that's also a financial thing too. Yeah. You know, like when... I'm just thinking about where we're at, you know, having a full-time job with benefits, you know, all those things, God leading me to step down and to, and to come here and to volunteer full-time, yeah. you know, it, it, it feels different because, you know, before I was kind of one of the heads, you know, I was, I was, you know, at a different position, you know, people were looking to me and it felt nice, you know, but now, but now I'm, I'm here volunteering full time. You know, I know people are still looking to us, but you know, it's a, it's a different role. You know, I'm realizing, you know, like here, the, the people at this church are at significantly higher levels, you know, than, I, than I'm even at. So it, it takes humility, but here's, here's the fun part about that. Cause even financially, you know, being obedient, stepping down from having a full-time job to being a volunteer full-time, God's been providing every single thing, yep. even more than we expect. Like, yep. I'm probably getting paid just as much, if not even maybe potentially more than That's I was awesome. before, which makes no sense because I'm volunteering full-time. This last week, yeah. So Are you doing I, math in your head real quick? No, no, no. I just was wanted to make sure God gave me a release to share this. But uh, this last week, um, and he did... This last week, God's prov provided before Wednesday, this week, this week today, before Wednesday, God provided over $1,100 supernaturally for us. And then, and then one of the things I've been believing God for were, were some suits. God provided those where I didn't even have to pay for them. You know, mm -hmm. um, Serena, uh, yesterday, yeah, it was yesterday, Ser yesterday morning, Serena wanted to get a new purse. And she, and you know, she, she's uh, working at a thrift store and she was going to, she was going to get one that day. And she was like, you know what? No, God's going to give me a, 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 a nice and expensive purse. And yesterday someone, someone bought her an, a nice yeah. and expensive purse, you know, like literally like it, the same time the, at that the same time it. that she made that confession, yeah. God put it on someone's spirit to do that for, yeah. you know, which is crazy. Um, but, but here, here, here's the, where this all falls together. You know, it, it might not all be, you know, as you said before, yeah. you know, it starts in, in the roots, you know, um, increase is not always, you know, above yeah. ground. It starts in the roots. So, you know, I, okay, is it all right if we transition into, yeah, or do well, you have more? Well, no, it, I, I have stuff that goes yeah. right hand in hand with this because what it made me think of was first Timothy six, six, you know, in the King James version, but godliness mm. with contentment is it's great amazing. gain. Yeah. You know, in, in the new American standard, it says, but godliness is actually a means of great gain yeah. when accompanied by contentment. Contentment yeah. doesn't mean that you just stay at the same level and yeah. you're like, I'm okay living here forever and ever. This is great. Like, mm -hmm. no, it means I'm content with where the Lord has me, but it's, you know, brother, I, I think it's uh, brother Ted Shuttlesworth senior evangelist, Ted Shuttlesworth senior. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's his father, um, used to say, I 
am content with a holy discontentment or I'm satisfied mm. with a holy dissatisfaction. Yeah. It's one of those things, something along those lines where mm. it's, I'm content, but there's more to be had. But yeah. we need to be content with where the Lord had us, yeah. knowing that when you mix godliness yeah. with contentment, with mm. that with that patience with yeah. him, it's going to lead to a gain. Yeah. So, no, you know, you and Serena, I've, I, I was telling I've told multiple people this week. Mm. Um, it's blessed me so much to watch you and Serena walk out how you have been because I've never once, and I've seen Serena at a couple different points where she's like, where discouragements tried to be there for her. I've never once heard either of you complain ever. I've never once heard either mm. of you say anything negative about what the Lord has you doing, how he has you doing it or what it looks like ever. Mm. And I've like, I haven't known them all of my lives, right. but you know, I've God known, I get to work with buddy and Serena, buddy more. So pretty, pretty a, a lot of the time, day after day after day. And I've mm. never once heard a frustration of, well, this sucks. Like Serena's job is making less than, you know, I'd like or what I've never heard that. Because there's a contentment that's there. And with contentment, it leads to $1,100 coming in in a matter of days. Mm -hmm. It leads to heart's desires being yeah. met. Yeah. And, and here's the thing. Again, God's no respecter of persons. For sure. So, like, this isn't just, oh, well, that sounds so nice. You know, I, w I would like that. You know, God has that for you. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just, you know, again, that contentment, that, yeah. that diligence. Like, I'm going to do what God's called me and put yeah. in my heart to do. You know, and I know, I know that even if the roots are growing deep, there's the house is being built either way. Yeah. You know, the Bible says in, in Psalm, uh, in we, we talked or not Psalm in Isaiah 61 or 62. Um, uh, we, we were talking about that yesterday. The oil mm -hmm. of joy instead of mourning, a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. Mm -hmm. And then it goes on to say, and they will be called oaks of righteousness, yeah. a planting of the Lord. Yeah. You know, so the planting is of God where yeah. And when God is planting us, when God is developing the roots, yeah. we're going to be oaks of righteousness. What's an oak? Oak is essentially immovable. Yeah. You know, it's an immovable tree. So, so there'll be so much inflow, you know, based on the foundation, based on the roots yeah. that, that, um, that whenever we grow up, nothing's going to be able to move us, yeah. you know, because we're a planting of the Lord. So we want to encourage you today, yeah. you know, this is a free broadcast we don't, you know, that, that's what it is. We sow this into you guys. Uh, but we want to give you an opportunity to sow not into, just into us, but yeah. into, into the kingdom. Sow into, into God. This is literally, you know, you're, you're planting the seeds for the roots to grow deep. Yeah. And then whenever, you know, whenever, whenever God starts to build yeah. it, whenever the increase comes, it'll come in a way that blows your mind. That's yeah. where you see, you know, Malachi chapter three, I'll open up the, the heavens and pour out a blessing on you so great you won't be able to handle it. And in, in Proverbs chapter three, honor the Lord with your finances in the first fruits of your increase and your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will brim over with new wine. Yeah. Like that's what it looks like. Whenever, whenever it breaks, you'll know it, yeah. you know, and, and here, here's the, 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 the really neat part. I was actually telling this to pastor on Wednesday. Um, I didn't really recognize it, but Serena and I have, have been applying our faith to this and we've been sowing, you know, like this for the last about four years, mm -hmm. you know, and when, and, you know, whenever we got here under this anointing, 
that's when it broke. Yeah. You know, so like we, we've been applying it for four years, but whenever we had a change in anointing where we, we, be, we actually came under an anointing and, and I've heard it, Pastor Brian has that anointing for increase in finances. And so whenever we planted ourselves under that anointing, that's when it broke, you know, that's when it broke. So yeah. bonus point for those of you who, who are still sticking around, yeah. you know, plant yourself in an ano- under the anointing, you know, plant, that the Lord wants you in. Yeah. That, that anoint, cause the Lord's the one who plants you in. Yeah. But if you're in a place where n- none of the, the things that we're talking about is preached, um, have a conversation with the Lord and he'll, he'll, he'll probably plant you somewhere else. Cause yeah. he wants you in a place that flourishes. He wants you in a place that thrives and he wants you under an, an, under that anointing. Cause one of the things that keeps a lot of people small is they're not planted where God's called them to be. And because of that, they're not planted in fertile soil that, that produces yeah. increase or fruit. Um, so, you know, so for those of you who kind of stuck to this point, you know, plant yourself or yeah. let the Lord plant you in the anointing yeah. where the fruit will increase. Yeah. Make sure you're planted where God's called you to be planted. Yeah. Um, but, but, but also while you're planted there, sow into that. As you're sowing into that, you're going to yeah. bear fruit and the increase will come. Different seeds require different soils. They, yeah. they require different atmospheres. You can't yeah. plant like a cucumber and a, a, I don't know. Sunflower in the same exact soil, you know, mm-hmm. like different, different, things require different soils, different watering routines. Mm -hmm. And when the Lord plants you, it's because Mm -hmm. he has a perfect plan for you. And you know, this entire broadcast is talking about going to the next level. Mm -hmm. Sewing is like that too. Like you can't like, it's, everybody is at their own place and that's fine. There's no shame wherever you are. It does not matter what level you are currently at, God wants you to go higher with it. So mm-hmm. let's say I'm at a level where it requires my faith to give $10. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's a faith offering. $10 yeah. is a lot. Well, then you apply your faith where it mm-hmm. is. Like you yeah. stay content with the, with the offering that the Lord is calling you to give, but the Lord will then increase you. Like the Lord has no plans for you to stay small. That's not how the kingdom works. The Lord has plans for you to prosper and for future and for a hope. Mm -hmm. So when the Lord develops you past that $10, then you can't stay in that $10 seat anymore. In order to get Mm -hmm. to the next level, you've got to give a little bit more, not Mm -hmm. because God cares about getting from you. He wants to get another level to you. And before that, can happen. We've got to press in in a way that we hadn't pressed in before. You know, George and I, you know, you, you shared earlier, you know, this past week, George and I have been uh, believing for financial breakthrough. We haven't been struggling. Like it's not like things have been difficult, but we want to do more. Like we have goals in the kingdom for what to do with our finances. So we had been sowing like a certain amount throughout the week. And because the month of September, like that's a big one where we, where we honor different people, different ways. And you know, we, we have anyway, the last night when pastor Tracy was here, George heard to sow more than we had been. Mm -hmm. So we sowed, uh, 12, no, 10 times more than what we had been Mm. throughout the course of the week, like on Sunday and Monday. So George had already written that check, already put it in the offering. I get up, like we're finishing offering pastors, wrapping up and praying. And the Lord said, double it. 
And so I texted George. I'm like, I think we're supposed to give more. I have leading to give more. And I told him, he's like, do it. That for us in that moment was 20 times bigger than the seed we had been sowing consistently through that week. Why? Because the Lord has trusted us with seed and he desires us to go to a next level, which required a next level seed. So I'm not saying today you empty your bank account unless the Lord says to empty your bank account. I'm not even saying you sow a penny unless the Lord says sow a penny. But today, because of the because of this topic, because of what the Lord is unlocking, today's a next level day. Today is a next level day, not only for you personally, not just spiritually. Today is a next level day financially for you. Put that in the comments. Yeah. Today's a next level day. Today's my next level day. And yeah. I, I believe that there are men and women that are going to sow into the anointing, not into Buddy and I, not into Boomerang. They're yeah. going to sow into the anointing today mm-hmm. and they're going to sow a next level seed and they will yeah. see breakthrough today based mm-hmm. upon the seed that they sowed. And if yeah. that's you, if you believe that today is a day for breakthrough in your finances, yeah. then seek the Lord right now. He'll drop a dollar amount inside of you. He'll place it there and all you got to do is be obedient because if he's placed an amount, he's then bringing the seed and he's going to make a way for it to happen to then get more to you because that's who he is. So if that's you, seek him right now. Jesus, speak to your people. Holy Spirit, reveal an amount to sow today for those men and women that are believing for a financial breakthrough. God, give them a dollar amount right now. Let no one give under compulsion. The people are not our source. We're not even thinking about that right now. We're thinking of getting you to them. Lord, place a dollar amount in our hearts. Show us what you would have us to give. And then empower us, strengthen us, and give us the faith to give. And also to believe for the harvest. Sowing is just one part of it. There's a faith for harvesting. Let that faith for harvesting come on your people now in Jesus' name. Let it come on them. Let it rise up inside of them. That they will then speak to the harvest. That they will then Mm -hmm. speak to the seed and call it to produce. Lord, I thank you. I thank you that today people's finances are going up. I thank you that there's a breaking today on this broadcast for those people who would watch the broadcast. There's a breaking open in finances today. We thank you, Lord, that we live under an open heaven. And in Jesus' name, son, the kaya takam boko boko mbwende, bada shakambakalinde siriatioko. There's a supply coming straight from heaven into your life. It's on its way right now. Do you believe it? Mm. Is it yours? God bless every seed. Bless the sower in Jesus mighty name. I'm excited. There's a breakthrough Mm. seed coming. I'm I'm stoked. The anointing like this is just what I pictured. The anointing is the miracle growth being poured out on the soil and those who sow into it like you got the the miracle grows there. It's just it's coming. Well, the the Lord had given me a a vision a a few months ago that I think goes hand in hand with this of there being in, in the air, like what I saw was I saw me standing outside 
Mm -hmm. A whole bunch of people standing outside, and there was this great big spout mm -hmm. in the sky where yeah. it's like a sea of gold just mm -hmm. rushing through, like right. uh, literally like a river of gold rushing through, and it mm -hmm. almost looked like a water slide, like, you yeah. know, those great big tubes. Yeah. It was like that full, and it was curving around, and the people that were underneath the spout were going to be the first ones to receive it. That's There's right. a sea of gold coming your way. Mm -hmm. There is yeah. an outpouring of the Lord and His Amen. anointing coming your way today sure. for those of you who would receive it. Amen. Hey, man. Amen. Well, guys, thank you for joining us for yeah. this broadcast. Man, this has been powerful. Yeah. Please, you know, I know we're at the tail end of this, but share this broadcast. If, the, if you know anyone that needs to watch this, share this, you know, just share it. Share yeah. it. Get the word out. Help us spread the gospel. Help us get, get this out to people um, because people need it. Amen. Um, but we got to, oh, it's Friday. Friday. I was going to say, uh, we had a good broadcast for you tomorrow, but we don't. No. Tomorrow is Saturday, and we're not here Saturday. But we will be here Monday morning, yes. 11.30 a.m. Make sure that you tune in Monday. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a good day. Monday is food mash. Get ready. It's going to be good. I'm mm -hmm. going to make Buddy mm -hmm. like this segment. It's going to be a happy food segment. Mash? Yeah. Oh, praise God. It's going to be a happy segment. It'll be great. Not usually, but yeah, I'm glad. I'm excited about this. <laughs> Stick around. It's going to be great next week. Tune in. We love y'all. Have a great weekend. And if you are in the area and you do not have a church home or you would like to just come see what Boomerang's about, you are invited 10 a.m. Sunday morning here in Albemarle, North Carolina. We're the only Boomerang around. So look us up. We're here. We'll see you Monday, 1130, if we don't see you before on Sunday. See ya. Bye.